Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. Today is your mother's birthday. Every year on her special day, you take her to a local restaurant so she can delight in eating their specialty dish, handmade stuffed shells. When the waiter arrives to take your order, he regretfully informs you that they have run out of stuffed shells. A large party they didn't anticipate attended the restaurant for lunch and depleted their stock of shells. You're devastated. This is not what you and your mother were expecting. You feel as if your mother's birthday dinner is ruined. Now, expectations are a two-edged sword. Uh, They can make you feel happy or sad, delighted or disgusted, satisfied or disappointed, accepted or dejected, and many other opposing pairs of emotions. Now, think back to when you had a special occasion coming up when, when you were a kid, such as your family going to Disney World during your summer break. So much of the joy of the trip came from anticipating it. Now, I remember teasing my children one year about our upcoming vacation in Hershey, Pennsylvania, which included a day at the well-known Hershey Amusement Park. I tell them we had to cancel our trip and, you know, they would like their eyes would go wide and they, you could tell they were like, what, what, dad? Well, then I tell them, you know, I quickly tell them, that ah, I'm just teasing. We're still going. Their anticipation for that trip, I still remember to this day, and it was several years ago, was just soaring. So you shouldn't avoid expectations. They're vital and there's some real positive things to expectations. Uh, but they can also cause us to be miserable and not enjoy life as much as we can. That's why I like to give you tips about quelling the negative impact of expectations, the negative side to them. First off, be realistic. Now, I expect every talk I give to be a grand success. Yet I realize that will not happen. Not every talk will go perfectly. Sometimes it's because of events entirely out of my control. For example, during a power company's special safety day, uh, the talk I gave was held outdoors. They had it set up underneath of a tent. Uh, There's like two or 300 people that were there. Uh, It was a good sized group and it was really set up well. It was actually, it was a beautiful setup. The stage was just right where it was situated. The sound system worked well. Uh, They, had the seating set up just the way I wanted. It was perfect. Everything was so excellent that thousands of local tiger mosquitoes, and tiger mosquitoes are the type that come out during the day and don't care about the sun, they also decided to attend. Oh, it was an absurd disaster. There was no way anybody was going to spend too much time and effort paying attention to me All everybody was doing was swatting bloodsuckers. Now, though I felt some angst about my unwanted guests, I was upset about it, of course, to some degree. But my realistic mind told me that this is life, and I didn't let it bring me down much. A little bit. I I was a little bugged, but it it was no disaster to me because I had realized, I had thought about the fact that my expectations won't always be met. 
Now, when you expect something to go a certain way, if you realize it might not before it happens, in other words, when I go to give a talk, I expect it to be wonderful, but I realize stuff might go wrong, you still want to be prepared. You know, you want to prepare it as if everything is, is exactly the way it's want it to be. But don't let it devastate you when your expectations aren't met. Another key to being realistic about expectations is to use them to help you control future events. Uh, for example, if you're going to host a safety meeting in a room and you don't want anything to go wrong, you expect it to go really well. Well, one thing you need to do then is to find out about the room if you haven't spoken in there before. What I do is I want to find out what the lighting is like to see if there's going to be any type of distractions that I'm not ready for, that I might not be ready for, or I don't want to be surprised about. You know, especially if I'm going to do a talk in a shop or a work area, I find out if there's going to be traffic behind me, what kind of equipment will be running, if we can shut it off. And you can do the same thing anytime you're going to host a safety meeting or training. Here's something else you can do that will make it so the expectations don't spoil your enjoyment of life, and that is to enjoy what does happen. If there's one axiom that is always true, it's the future is unpredictable. That's why fretting about what's going to happen is such a waste of time. However, when something doesn't meet my expectations, I refer to my favorite two words that help me get through it with a positive attitude. And here they are. They're little words, too. So what? All right, you didn't get the meal you expected. But no doubt you can order something else, and the new meal may be more delectable than the one you hoped to eat. Remember, we can learn from failed experiences and, and our expectations not being met. For example, now, anytime I'm speaking outdoors, I ask about if there's going to be any natural distractions, like is there, you know, birds nearby a lot or mosquitoes. Also, occasionally reminisce about the times your expectations were exceeded. Social studies have shown that if you have average, you know, reasonable expectations, they are exceeded about as often as they are not met. In other words, you have more good experiences that you forget than you do bad experiences because you remember them because we, we tend to remember the failed expectations and also remember this even when she can't have her favorite stuffed shells your mother still loves you